This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. The views expressed by guests on this program do not necessarily represent the views of the host or owners of the Doggy Diva Show and do not necessarily constitute endorsement of products. Medical information discussed by guests on this program are those of the guests and is only for informational purposes and should not replace medical advice by your local veterinarian professional. Hi, this is Susan Marie from the Doggy Diva Show. This week, how to avoid health hazards for your pets with Christmas decorations, an easier way to feed your pets, and some holiday gift ideas from Miss Olive. That's what's on our show this week. Let's get to it. Hey, did you hear that? What is that? It's the bark heard round the world. The Doggy Diva Show. Here's Susan Marie. Hi, welcome to the Doggy Diva Show, the show for animal lovers. I'm your host, Susan Marie, and as always, I'm joined by my canine co-hosts, the Doggy Divas themselves, Francesca, Coco, and our newest little diva, Miss Olive. Miss Olive is the cute little Italian greyhound rescue in the picture with the microphone. Thank you for joining us today as we bring the experts in the pet and animal world right to you. So go grab a cup of coffee and your pet's favorite treat, and we'll be back in just a moment. It's designerpetsweaters.com, hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com Hey Monica, we're coming up to Christmas Eve. There's going to be so much entertaining, so much going on with people, with friends, with families, and pets. Now there's something that's on the horizon that's been all around um, Facebook, Instagram. There's a lot of things going on um, about chip bag suffocation. Can you shed some light on that, especially because there may be chip bags laying around over the next few days? Absolutely. So yes, there's been a lot of media surrounding um, pet suffocation when it comes to snack and chip bags. Um, so just a couple of tips on how to avoid that. One, it can happen very quickly. I mean, you're out of a room, you know, two, three minutes go by and that is fast enough for a pet to stick their head in the bag, try to get something and not be able to get it out. And unfortunately, you know, there has been you know, a couple instances where the pets, you know, have passed away, unfortunately, over just a couple minute time span um, that the owner was out of the room. So just a couple tips in regards to that. Um, your chip bags, snack bags, cereal bags, 
anything that they could get their head in and possibly not get it out is be very cautious. We always recommend, um, you know, when you buy those things at the store, you know, transfer them to Rubbermaid containers for storage. Um, you know, get that bag out of there. Another thing you can do is um, when you throw the bag away, it, you know, why it's sitting in the trash just so the pet can't get into it. Um, I always tell everybody to do two cuts down the bag. So cut the bottom, cut the side. That way, if they do get into the trash, it's a sheet and it's not a bag, something that they can't get their head around. As we know, our pets have very, very, very good sense of smell. So even if, you know, the bag is completely empty and even if it is cut, they'll still have a little bit of, you know, oily residue, you know, from chips or from cereal and things like that. And it's going to entice them to go over and try to lick it and, you know, try to eat it. Um, so definitely, you know, do the best you can to keep it away. Try to, you know, cut off access maybe to the kitchen. Um, have a garbage can inside the pantry with a door that closes. Um, things like that. So that way, you know, it's kind of an extra step for the pet to actually get to it. Um, I always, you know, recommend a lid for the trash cans, you know, one that is, you know, pet safe if they can't uh, open up on their own. And some of them can be very very cunning when it comes to uh, things that they get into. Um, they become very smart and very <laughs> able to uh, break through a lot of different uh, mechanisms. So always keep that in mind. Another thing is, you know, when you're eating snacks like that, transfer them over to a bowl. Don't put out, you know, chips in a bag for people to take, you know, stick them over to a bowl, even when you're eating it at home. Something as easy, you know, even though a lot of them aren't plastic, but popcorn bags, you know, things of that nature, something that they can get their head into and could possibly not be able to get off. Um, so be cautious with anything like that. And of course, if there was any kind of issue, the first thing you would want to do is, you know, try to be up to speed on pet CPR, um, you know, administer CPR if the pet's not breathing and get the pet to your vet as soon as possible. But hopefully if you can, you know, cut the bags up before you throw them away, you know, go to plastic storage containers and bowls, then that problem can be eliminated and it won't be an issue. Well, and it seems like the dogs, when they get in there, and here you'll know better than me, but I believe that as they inhale and exhale, the saliva, like, adheres to it. Could you just a, a little bit, give a little bit of an overview of what happens? And it happens very fast. Absolutely. So, yes, I mean, the saliva, it, when you think about it, when pets start to overheat, they're going to saliv salivate more too. So they're getting in there, they're licking the bag, it's most likely wet to begin with, then they're breathing. And what happens when something's wet and it's tight, it's going to constrict over the mouth. And then, you know, they're panting harder, they're trying to breathe, it's going further and further, and it becomes you know, just stuck on there. They don't have opposable thumbs. Even if they're trying to push it off, it's going to be, you know, in the mouth quite a ways. And it, I mean, it can be very, very quick that, you know, it's just, it's in there too far for them to get out on their own. And unfortunately, they, they can't breathe. Well, I thank you very much for bringing attention to this because, as I said, with the holidays coming, you know, it's this weekend. We have um, New Year's Eve coming up very soon. And, you know, people have like chips and, and different bags of treats and things out. And you want to make sure that you cut them up so that the dog can't get their head stuck in there. And better yet, put them in a container, even if you have to put them in the garage or something, put it in a container that the dogs can't get in. Because this is a very, very sad, very heartbreaking uh, 
way for a pet to go. And if you read the stories, they're absolutely heart-wrenching. So um, my heart goes out to everyone who has lost their dog this way. And it's, it's, a, very, it's a very sad, very heartbreaking thing. And um, I thank you, Monica, for bringing attention to it because hopefully we've saved some lives here. Absolutely. And that's the point. You know, once people are aware of the issue, then they can, you know, prevent it. And that's all it is, is just a little bit of awareness to, you know, prevent that unfortunate occurrence that, you know, has happened. And it's quick and there's nothing, you know, it it doesn't make them a bad pet owner. It can happen to anybody and it's fast. I mean, you get up and go to the bathroom and you come back and oh my, you know, oh my goodness, what has happened? So it's definitely just a little ounce of uh, prevention and knowledge for our pet owners to avoid a very sad situation. Well, I thank you very much. And for all of you out there, uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and please celebrate safely. Bye-bye. Thank you. Coming up, feeding your pet just got a whole lot easier. Stay with us. When I adopted her, she was a mess. Scabs, itching, licking, missing fur, hot spots, a thin, dull coat. So I take the dog to the vet for the standard run-of-the-mill tests and treatments. No results. I hear your advertisement on the radio. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. So I get the five-pound box of Dynavite and the Lico Chops. Within a four-week total, instead of a German Shedder, I have a German Shepherd. Sheba is a 105 lean pounds of shiny, smooth, happy dog for life because she gets fed Dynavite. And the results, they're just incredibly outstanding. And she loves it. When you rescue a dog, you have to do the right thing. You've got to feed him right for life. Do the Dynavite. <gasps> Dynavite for life. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E oh. dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Dot com. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. We have found a great way to feed your pets with comfort and joy this holiday season and all year round, thanks to the innovative Reachable. And today, we welcome the founder of Reachable, Vedim Gordon. Hey, welcome to the Doggy Diva Show. Hi, glad to be here. So I personally love your product. It works very well with me because, as most of our listeners know, I had had an accident a few years back, and I have, like, like limited mobility with my back. So this is perfect for myself and my little uh, co-host, Miss Olive. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure, sure. Well, uh, first, in case your customers haven't seen the product, the Reachable is a dog bowl with a tall dog and cat food bowl. Uh, with a tall handle so that if you've got any balance issues or knee, hip, or back trouble, it lets you feed your pets without having to bend down to the ground. Um, so my background is that I am a uh, biomedical engineer and patent attorney. Um, and several years ago, my grandmother was going to go in to um, get her hips done. And as your listeners may know, the single most common reason for adult pets to get given away to shelters mm. is that their owners can no longer feed them. They they have they they get injured or they have a have some sort of surgery where they're 
if they don't have family nearby, they can't feed their pets. And that's what my grandma was looking at. So fortunately, we were able to get her. So we were able to get her some other help. But this this idea kind of stuck with me. Of there's a lot of folks who love caring for their for their fur babies, but just have a have a hard time. And that that twice daily ritual shouldn't be painful. So I, I tried to create a product that makes it easy to feed your pets without having to bend down. What I found out later is that also, in addition to just the pain of bending, for a lot of folks, as they get much older, there's balance issues. So a lot of people will fall and hurt themselves more in the course of bending down, which the reachable also makes less likely. And so I, uh, I worked with a great industrial designer out of uh, out of Canada, and we, we interviewed a lot of people. We made a bunch of mock-ups. We, we iterated and iterated until we had a product that, Looks very nice in people's homes. It cleans up well. It's it's very very durable. We made it so that it would survive countless trips through the dishwasher and countless falls off the countertop onto a tile floor. So it's got a lifetime guarantee. Um, bowls are stainless steel. People told me that was very important to them. They didn't want plastics that could harbor any sort of bacteria or um, any sort of smells. And so yeah, that's and all of that process took me about a year and a half. So I started selling this past summer. Yeah, it's been great. I mean, customers customers love it. I've had a bunch of people who bought one for themselves and then came back and bought another one for for family members, for mom or dad, uh, or for their friends. And it's I don't know, it's been a blast. It's been a blast, and it's a lot of fun because I also get a lot of emails from customers describing how the impact that it's had on their lives, which is just incredibly rewarding. It's very it's very difficult. It's very frustrating to bring a physical product to market and. Hearing from so many people who have, for whom this has had a very positive impact on their lives is, is is empowering and kind of helps you push through and and, and mm-hmm. make, make this product better and get it out to more people. Well, you know, with your grandmother, you know, I I thank her for being the inspiration for this because I think so many people are going to benefit from it. And one of the things that you brought up that you know, of course, I looked at it from my point of view, which was that I have a hard time bending, so this is perfect because it's I don't really have to bend over. You could just lift it, and you could actually just physically describe what the you know with the handle because it's and it's very for the space. It's very good for space. It's perfect for the kitchen. It doesn't take up any room and is like you said it cleans really well and the stainless steel bowls are so so important and um and one of the other things i like is the food and the water doesn't get out because it has like that lip on it that's true it's like you sure, thought was, of everything <laughs> yeah that, that, that was another thing that people it was honestly it wasn't i thought of it it was older dogged cat owners talking to them and finding out the things that were important, the things that were their, their frustrations. And a lot of people, either they have a, they have a dog or a cat who's a messy eater, mm-hmm. or like we inadvertently, as pet owners, will bump into the dog bowl. And that cleaning that up, if somebody already has a hard time bending, then cleaning up spilled kibble or spilled water can similarly be problematic. And so that's, I worked to design, um, Design a shape that would capture that would catch that those spills as they happen, and so there's a there's a rim around it that makes it and keeps us off of the floor. And the the thing you sort of touched on that was a big goal for us and and made uh, made it a little bit of a challenge. But I think we overcame it. Is I wanted something that looks elegant in people's homes. That it's it, it's technically a mobility, like it helps people uh, it helps people get through the day. But I wanted something that looks soft and inviting and 
and, and pretty and, and nice in people's homes, and that's I think we achieved that. And it's it really to my uh, to my designer's credit that it, it looks as nice as it does, and it's it's something that I wanted people to to smile when they looked at. And it was a, was a joy to use, and that's. That, that, that was our goal, but I think we just pulled off. You did because it has like an elegant, like it's it's not, um, you know, the the dog bowls that that have the wider bottom, the narrower top that they kind of move all over as they're like eating, they're moving the bowl all over. Mm-hmm. This is it has like an elegant, like a sleek design, and so even though it's it works very well for the pet parent to to have the food stay in there and not have a mess made. It looks really great and it's easy for the pet to go in to eat, but it even mm-hmm. as it's sitting in your kitchen, it has that kind of like a sleek the the design where the bowl is and everything. It's very sleek and elegant. So it, it doesn't look dog bowl. I guess what I'm trying to say is you know how some of them are like those it, it's like when you walk in someone's kitchen you go, Oh, there's the dog bowl. But it doesn't look that way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That was the goal. Yeah, no, you did you did really good there. Now, how do you what have your comments been <clears throat> back from, you know, your clients when they uh with their pets? How do their pets like it? So, it, that's that's one thing that we do hear back from is that it's the handle. Dogs and cats often just aren't used to it. Um and so it'll often take uh, a day or two for people's uh, for people's pets to get used to oh, there's a there's a vertical rod right next to where I'm drinking from. Um, but I've never had, I've, I've realistically never had one come, come back because someone's pet didn't get used to it. That's just, and that's what I try to tell people. And I even send out an email uh, with like care instructions, et cetera, when people first order. I tell people, you know, give it, give it a few days, give it a, a week at most. Pets get used to it and then, then it's completely fine. That, that's really the only, the only issue once they're, once they realize that this stick is, is just part of their food bowl, it's, it's a-okay. They, they become fine with it, but it takes a few days. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't take long at all, actually. And, and another thing is, you know, I have small dogs, but, um, you have, it comes in two sizes so that it, it could accommodate a small feed. So you're not, it's not like there's, it's one size where there's like, a big no, no. bowl. Yeah, there's one for small dogs, and then they have, like, you have a medium one, I believe, for the larger a dogs. Medium, yeah, for up to, for dogs up to 35 pounds. And in both of those sizes, we've also lifted the, uh, you know, lifted the, the, the rim of the bowls up a little bit so that they don't have to, um, don't have to crane their necks as much to, to eat. But, so that they're, they're elevated a little bit too. So yeah, because there's, there's, and there's the slope in the front. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a medium size for, for dogs or extraordinarily large cats, <laughs> between twenty and thirty-five pounds. I don't, I don't know. If, I don't know if any of your listeners have a thirty-five pound cat, but if they do, they could beat it with this bowl. I had a twenty-something pound cat, but I never had a thirty-something. But I think there, though, there are cats like that out there. <laughs> I mean, even at twenty pounds, that's a lot of cats. <laughs> it is. Well, yeah, she was a big cat. She was one of our rescues. We got her when she was older, and she was I, big. <laughs> yeah, but um, <laughs> but um, so. And and for the pet parents, I I know that it's you know easy to use as far as like uh, aerodynamically. I guess I'm going to say because Mm -hmm. it's easy for us to use. But um, can you just like go through once again like the care instructions and things like that, so that when people get it, they understand it. So it's made out of um, like nice. uh, uh, It's made out of the same material as actually car headlights. Mm -hmm. So it's very very durable. It's got a nice high polish on it. And the whole thing can just be put in the dishwasher. So just the handle comes off, the, the, the bowls pop right out, um, and it's designed to not require any, like, 
fine motor control. Like you don't have to. You, there's no doesn't require any sort of like strong grip or like pinching your fingers. Like it, it's very neat. It comes apart very easily. It screws together very easily, and all the parts can go right in the dishwasher on the top rack, and that's it. Super simple. Um, you, if you want to wash it with a sponge, you can. But there's just, again, there's no harm in throwing it in the dishwasher. It was designed to be. When they look, when people look at it, they don't, they, people say, is that hard to clean? I say, absolutely not. Cause you can, you can just throw it in the dishwasher, which with a lot of the, um, you have the, some of the high feeders that, you know, where you, the yep. elevated feeders, you can't do mm-hmm. that. So this is yep. the way it comes apart and the way it's, you know, well, the way you've assembled it and it's put together, I guess it, it makes it very easy, um, easy to use for the pet parent and very easy yeah. to eat out of for the pet. So it kind of like, and plus it has the little, handle on top so that for those of us that can't bend down it's like a godsend because you could just lift everything you just lift it right up and it's very light and um as i said it's it has that like elegant little yeah it's like an elegant look to it so it's it's pretty sitting in your kitchen so right yeah that was making it making it worry free to clean was a was a big part of our, our the goals when working with both the manufacturer and the, uh, the industrial designer to make sure that it's it's as effortless as possible and as struggle-free as possible to take it apart, toss in the dishwasher, it comes out perfectly clean, like brand new. Yeah. Um, and that's and the, that was the other reason that we went with it. It's got a very, it's, it's the highest level of, po- the white part is the highest level of polish you can get on plastic parts, um, which I'm sure that, that some of your readers have, or some of your listeners rather, uh, have plastic components in their home that are higher end and that they have that like nice mirror finish to them. Yeah. But one of the reasons we went with that is that it also doesn't pick up scuffs. So like you, you take like, like a black piece of rubber and, 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 and snap it against the thing. It's that, that, that black scuff will come right out. And that's, that was the reason I went with a, a hot, like a mirror finish on the, on the white pieces was so that again, just toss some dishwasher or hit it with a sponge and it'll clean up like brand new with very, very little effort. Some of the plastic things have the little like grain in them and things get caught in it and it gets dirty. Yeah. It, it's hard. To, it's harder to clean, mm-hmm. but this is very smooth. And like you said, it's, it's what the yep. material that you used is you could tell it's a very high grade material and it's, and it's very, it's very durable. I have three dogs, so I know how like banging into things. <laughs> like, exactly. So like I can attest yep, for exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> Where can the listeners go to learn more about you, more about Reachables, and where they can purchase them? Sure. Uh, it's www.reachabowl. That's Reachable. Okay, I'll spell it again. It's www.reachabowl.com. And you can learn more about me and the product. You can see some pictures, and you can buy one. And what I'm going to do is make a coupon code. Uh, D-I-V-A, and that'll give you $5 off at any purchase. Oh, that's so great. Thank you very much. And you know what, listeners? I can guarantee you that you are not going to be disappointed. This is a wonderful product, both for yourself and, more importantly, for your pet. You're, they're going to love them. So I want to thank you. Uh, number one, I want to thank you for all you're doing for the animals and for the pet parents. You've done so much um, out there for them. And thank you for being our guest. And I want to wish you a happy holiday. Thanks, you too. Thank you. Bye-bye. We'll be back in just a moment. Hi, Doggy Diva Show listeners. Susan Marie here to take just a half a minute to let you know how much we appreciate your being with us every week to hear great dog tips you can use with your pet, some great stories about rescues, fostering, and some heartwarming stories about second chances for pets who are now in loving forever homes. Be sure to go to our website, thedoggydiva.com. 
to see pictures of Miss Olive and other dogs we talk about on the show and get to know us a little better. That's thedoggydiva.com, D-O-G-G-Y. We appreciate your feedback, too. Okay, let's get back to the show. Coming up, Christmas decorations can be hazardous to your pet's health. Stay with us to learn more. Molly, here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'm here with award-winning veterinarian, Dr. Michael Reinhardt from Venice, Florida. Welcome, Dr. Reinhardt. And welcome to you. This holiday season, there are things that go on, and some of them can be potentially disastrous, especially, you know, when we have our Christmas trees and different um, decorations and things that are up there. And I know that you personally have experienced this almost like year after year after year, these emergencies that come into you. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, as we celebrate the uh, the holidays, a lot of times uh, there are some disasters that can occur to our family members as well as to our furry family members. And, and one of the things that, obviously, one of the things that we've talked about before is the chocolate problem we have with dogs and that the chocolate is actually a toxin to dogs. It's, there's something called theobromide in, in, in the chocolate that would, can cause seizures and some other issues, and it is a toxin. We have to be careful to not be getting the dogs into chocolate. But one of the other things that I have, unfortunately, lost a few cats to is something called a linear foreign body, which is a string that is inside the that the, the, they swallow, and it's inside their gastrointestinal system, and it causes them to perforate their 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 GI tract. Um, and one of the strings that I have a problem with at Christmas time is tinsel on the tree and or garland on a tree. I mean, people don't understand that it attracts the cats. They want to swat at it and everything, and then it falls down, and then they ingest it. And now I have a linear foreign body inside the cat, and if we're lucky enough to catch it, uh, in most cases, it's going to require surgery where we do something called an enterotomy where I'm going to have to go into the stomach of the animal or to the abdomen of the animal, find where this linear form body is in the GI tract, make an incision in the bowel, open it up, pull the, inst- pull the string out, and then re-suture the bowel, which is a potential problem um, with uh, the sutures falling apart on us and, and having a, uh, uh, an infection in the gut because of that. But yeah, it's a simple thing. I mean, you put it on your tree and you don't think your cat's going to get it, but it's a, it's a linear foreign body that can be devastating to your cat. 
Now, for the cats, and I'm, I'm presuming that this could be for dogs, too, but how? what does it do when it's like, once they start ingesting it, what exactly happens? I mean, so that people will know that this, you know, that something's going on. Typically, you get vomiting. Uh, uh, they stop eating. They may vomit. Um, linear form bodies were a problem a long time ago when people, unfortunately, don't now, but when people used to sew and they had these bobbins and they had strings of... of of uh, threads on these bobbins, and the cats would knock the bobbins around and get the string and swallow it, and it would basically wrap around the base of their tongue, go down inside their stomach, and then go into their into their intestines, but it's stuck, and so the intestine is trying to push it and push it and push it and push it, and the intestine will pleat up on itself like an accordion, and then it saws itself through that string. Uh, uh, the tinsel can do the same thing, it can be wrapped around the tongue, or it could just be inside the bow, and since it's a long string, the bow's potential to push things down, it doesn't, it's not able to really push it down, and it's a problem. And then the other problem is sometimes the stringer is coming out the rear end of the cat, and people take it and they grab it and they just pull on it, and that's the wrong thing to do, because what you need to understand, on the other side of that string is an accordion of the bow, and that string is going to cut through that accordion, it may cut that bow in half, so you pull it, it's chronic tension, real slow tension, see if it starts to move a little bit, and if it doesn't move, leave it alone, somebody needs to go in and get it. And, I, I, and these things, of course, always happen around the holidays, because it's, it's you, so don't try to take care of it yourself, and I do know people who have had things that have come out of the other end, and they do try to pull on them, and they it, they did say it made, matter, made matters worse, and they should have just gone right, called their vet immediately, or gone to the emergency, whatever it was that needed to be done. Now... I think people don't even think. They go, oh, well, yeah, I don't use tinsel anymore, but you brought up garland. Now, what do they experience with garland? Because that's Same thing. That, that's a thicker... It's a, it flattens out, and it's a string. Uh, the garland is a whole bunch... It's thicker, but it's this thickness that sprouts off on the string, and that mats down, so we still have a string inside there. And that's an issue. And, and if you do have something coming out of the rectum, and you want to pull on it, don't yank on it. Just put chronic traction on it and see if it starts to come towards you slowly but slowly but slowly but slowly. If you just yank on it, you could actually cut the bow. Wow. The, you know, and these are things you don't think of, and it's the holidays and everybody's in a hurry and stuff. And with the garland, um, I would think that it would even be worse because you're right. It spreads out. It's got all the poofy things going on with it. But... Um, and with cats and even with some dogs, they get fascinated by that. So it's best to, when you're decorating your holiday tree or even your table or fireplace or whatever it is you're doing, to be cognitive of what the complications could be to your pets. Yeah, these, these shiny things and these, these bobbles and stuff that we put on the tree, they, they are an attraction for the pet. And especially a, a thin strand of foil is going to catch their catch their sight, and it's an attractive problem for them. And of course, cats always get into trouble when they swat at it and stuff, and it falls down, and then they swallow it, and then it's an issue and it's a problem. And yeah, I, I unfortunately in my practice life, which has been extended, has been I've seen more than one cat die as a result of this. Well, hopefully by us talking about it today, if we could even save one cat's life, we've saved, we've done a lot. So I hope that people, you know, listen to this, understand it, and, and realize the danger of something so beautiful that can be hanging from your tree can also be really attractive to your cat, and they may ingest it. So as always, I thank you for this great tip, and um, you have a great holiday. 
And you too, and as always, it was a pleasure. Begging to hear more of your favorite show? Full episodes of all our shows are available on demand. Go to PetLifeRadio.com to fetch our entire lineup of possum pet podcasts. Also, dig us up in iHeartRadio and iTunes. Let's talk pets. Live and on demand, only from PetLifeRadio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On PetLife Radio. PetLifeRadio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. Are you by chance working on any last-minute gift ideas for the dog lovers in your life? Well, Miss Olive has a few recommendations. And one of them that she loves is called Spleesh. With a built-in pocket to stash keys phone, treats, and other personal items while out for a walk, and mom and dad's hands are all freed up for playing fetch or just taking selfies with your number one pooch. It's a guaranteed two paws up for this gift, and if you want to learn more about it, please go to spibelt.com, spybelt.com, and you're looking for the spileash, S-P-I-leash. You're going to have so much fun with your pet. And another thing... For the children in your life, please visit pawspublishing.com, that's P-A-W-Z, for the beautifully illustrated and lesson learning Piper Was Afraid and Lily the Fancy Poo by author Rebecca Phillips. Kids will love them, and so will you. Have a great holiday, everyone. We would like to thank our guests this week. And also, as our doggy divas always say, please love your pets because they love you unconditionally. And please remember to adopt, foster, spay, neuter, and microchip. And as always, please have a great diva week, everyone. That's all for this episode of the Doggy Diva Show. To find out more, go to our website, thedoggydiva.com. Also, find us on our Facebook page, The Doggy Diva Show. And tell your fellow dog lovers about it. Don't miss Susan Marie, Miss Olive, and the Doggy Divas right here for the next episode. See you again soon. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>